Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, this is Big George Foreman, and you're listening to The Jake Brown Show. And welcome to the Jake Brown Show, CBS Radio's Play.it podcast network, the premier sports and entertainment show here on Play.it. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, and you follow us on Spotify. And you can follow us on social media at Jake Brown Radio is where you find me on, J- on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Jake Brown Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow both accounts. Busy show today, and while football season has ended, still a lot going on in the world of sports. We have Luke Halpert at I am Luke Halpert on Twitter. You, you can follow him. He's behind the boards. We have Chris Buckley, his uh, debut here, taking video, and we'll have a buck date from him later on is our sports update segment that we have called a buck date. And later on coming up in the show, we have callers chime in on a controversial topic on Twitter, whether it is permittable to use gift cards on dates. Very interesting opinion. You'll hear all of our takes and a couple of callers, including a female perspective, a married man's perspective, a man in a relationship's perspective. So you get all different perspectives here coming up. On the sports side coming up, we'll hear from Buck on the Buck date about OJ, about Brock Lesnar, about Mayweather, the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Will it happen? Um, we'll, we'll talk a little NBA trade deadline. You'll hear in a separate podcast, Dick Stockton broadcasting legend will join us later this week. George Foreman on Thursday will join us. The legendary two-time heavyweight champion, Big George, will be on the program. Dick Stockton, George Foreman, a lot coming up. But, of course, folks, we have to start with what has taken over all the news headlines. And, coincidentally, it's the debacle of a franchise that is the New York Knicks. And at this point, the Knicks, man, what else can you say at this point? It started with Phil Jackson basically smack talking all over Carmelo saying all he had to say and saying everything wrong possible and it leaked and it got out of there now you have a James Dolan decided let me join the headline party let me join the PR disaster so if you if you were sleeping under a rock last week at the Knicks Clippers game Knicks legend Charles Oakley played with the team from 88 to 98 was banned from MSG after he was basically arrested for... Blake Griffin said that he did say something to James Dolan, Nick's owner. He went over there, he said something, went back to his seat, was causing a ruckus for security. Almost poke, he poked the guy, pushed the guy. This is Charles Oakley, big guy, physical player, known his entire career as a guy, a big body. He gets thrown out. Obviously, it's a mess. It looks bad for him. It looks bad on the Knicks. It looks bad on Dolan. I believe it was the next day is announced. You know what? I'm going to ban James Dolan said, I'm going to ban Charles Oakley from coming to Madison Square Garden. And just a PR disaster. It was already a start to a PR disaster. The fact that you throw one of your former guys out of there. Now, we don't know exactly all the details, and I think more will come out. There's a lot of cameras in Madison Square Garden. It's a heavily secured building. There may be videos that come out that say, hey, maybe Oakley was wrong. But let's look at this aspect and the fact that James Dolan is a billionaire owner acting like he just shopped at a Fisher-Price store for a Fisher-Price car. He is acting as childish as you can. First off, his leash was super short for kicking out a Knicks legend. Second of all, to ban him from the garden is just a monstrosity. And then to have the audacity, of all things, to go on the Michael K show, we know Michael K loved every freaking second of this attention that he took away from Mike Francesa for the day. We know Michael K was cherishing this. Ratings, ratings, ratings. This is what he's about. Good job getting the interview. 
And then here's what happens. James Dolan, first off, comes with the to the interview with a binder that says preparation. Bro, if you're going to come to an interview and bring a binder like that, do not put a note on the front of it that says preparation. It's on Yes Network. It's on radio, TV. Everyone's watching. Everyone will see that your binder said preparation. How about you do this? You buy the binder. You keep the thing when you buy the binder. It comes with one of those things, the advertisement in the front. Keep that on there. Don't write preparation on it. You're embarrassing yourself. And in this binder, what it has him say, folks, is let me go out and proclaim that Charles Oakley's an alcoholic. Oh, mind you, that I'm a recovering alcoholic. You're going to call a guy out on national radio and TV. It was local, but it was basically national because everyone was listening on whatever platform. The ESPN radio app, uh, digitally, on Yes Network. It was everywhere. If you didn't see it, I mean, you're not, you don't have the internet. You don't, I mean, you're using AOL broadband and, and you're still waiting for the server to go through. And you make all these proclamations. He's lost. The Knicks PR made a disgusting statement that night. You say he's an alcoholic. You throw him out. You, you say all this baloney. And then what do you do? You force Adam Silver to hop in. You force Michael Jordan to even hop in on a call. I mean, MJ is hopping in. Obviously, a friend of Charles Oakley, a guy they respect each other, to try to say, James, 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 calm down. You're being a Fisher-Price little phony here. I mean, at this point, you would think James Dolan is playing kids' bop albums in his car. You would think he's riding around Uber and he's putting the kids' bop CD in. Because the way he's acting, you would think he's a kid. He had to have the NBA commissioner and the greatest player in the history of the league hop in and say, guys, say sorry, kiss and make up, happy Valentine's Day. Send him a box of chocolates. Oh, wait. But guess what, guys? This whole thing isn't even done. On Sunday, the Knicks play the Spurs, somehow win that game, which is still incredible that they beat the Spurs. It's really a tale of just this wild Knicks season. He brings nine former players, including basically a, a, a broke Latrell Sprewell, Larry Johnson, Charlie Ward, a bunch of other former Knicks. The real Latrell Sprewell, by the way. Not the fake one that's duping everyone on Twitter, including me. He brings all of these guys out, and he puts Latrell and Larry Johnson right next to his child, children, kitty ass. It says, here, sit here. Oh, on top of that, the next day? Come on. Here's a, here's a check for twenty five grand. I, I need you to come to this uh, this charity bowling event, one that you blew off when you were a player uh, 15, 20 years ago. I, I need you to come to this. Now, here, here's a check. I mean, how much money did... Dolan, pay Sprewell and those guys to come out to try and save his ass. He's on the inside smiling while everyone's pointing and laughing at him. It doesn't get any more embarrassing than the series of events that went down from Wednesday until today. I mean, it's a week-long story. It's still a headline story. And of course, of course, Charles Oakley's going to come out and say, I'm not going to go as Dolan's guest if he invites me i'm not going and you know what he said he's in pain and he's hurt guys if you have your former team's owner calling you an alcoholic on the radio and tv you're gonna be hurt that is a that is a shot to the heart it's an embarrassment it's child's play it's a song by drake it's child's play and man Coming from a former alcoholic himself, I mean, the New York Rangers have saved Madison Square Garden. And I love going to the Garden. It, it's a great time. But if your ass is going to buy tickets, pay three figures and more to see the Knicks this year, you are a a POS. That's what you are. You, you shouldn't do it. I don't care if you're a diehard Knicks fan. I'm not saying you should really boycott the team. If you're giving free tickets... You know what? Go to a game. They're expensive. You know what? If, if someone says, hey, Jake, you want to come to the Nick game tonight? Great seats. Free. I'm going to go. But if you're out there paying this franchise and this despicable owner money to really rob you of a team that's underperformed, that's under 500, and treats their players like garbage, and treats their former players like garbage, 
you're a fool. What kind of atmosphere is this setting for free agents to come in? What kind of message are you sending to Carmelo Anthony, who they've already basically said get out of town, and to your future in Kristaps Porzingis? What kind of free agents are going to want to come to a place where they can't speak their minds, where they get thrown out, where they got banned? It took the commissioner and the best player ever for that to change, and that shouldn't be the case. And then Dolan in the interview, on a side note, said that people have told him he's done a good job. Who? I mean, Stevie Wonder could see that you're doing a terrible job. The world's most famous arena, at this point, you could call it the world's most famously bad arena. Because well, the product that you're seeing there, at least in the basketball form, is a disgrace. So, you know what? I'm glad he's back. If I'm Charles Oakley, don't show up again this year. You should be pissed. And I'm pissed as a Knicks fan that they would disgrace a player like that. The fact that a band was even a topic of discussion is a joke. That's it for this Charles Oakley rant. Oh, man. That's, that got me fired up because it's just it's just on top of the fact, folks, that it's just a frustrating season. The Knicks had such high expectations. The Knicks were supposed to be a playoff team. And right now they're three games out. And we're saying, wow, they're still in it. They're 10 games under 500. What what do you do as a Knicks fan? You, you have to be embarrassed. You have to say to yourself, why me? You have to say, why am I a New York Knicks fan? Because the, the franchise is... It's hard to watch the team, and it's hard to watch something like this happen. And not only, guys, was Charles Oakley a, a former Nick. This guy was on the team that made the NBA Finals that was part of the Knicks' return of their heyday. This guy was in the era where the Knicks were great to watch. This garden was packed. It was rocking when Charles Oakley was there. And I'm not saying he was the star of the team. We know Allen Houston, but Charles pretty well. Patrick Ewing. God forbid this happened to Patrick Ewing. God forbid this happened to Allen Houston. There would be picket fences around the garden. There would be people boycotting, protesting for days. I mean, Charles Oakley was a great Nick. Don't get me wrong. But this happened to Allen Houston and Patrick Ewing. There'd be pure mayhem. I mean, I'm scared to see what happened. It would get to Trump levels in Knicks land. So we'll see. I mean, the Knicks are three games out. They beat the Spurs. We'll see if this gets them going. They're not going to be home for a while. they got a road trip. It's ugly here. It's the Jake Brown Show played out at iTunes, Spotify. Uh, sticking, guys, with the NBA here. The NBA trade deadline is fast approaching. It's coming up next Thursday. The Magic. They trade Serge Ibaka to the Raptors for Terrence Ross in a first-round pick. Luke, I know you're a Thunder fan. Serge Ibaka was, all, almost, was excuse me, on your squad. I like this deal for both sides. I think the Raptors are a team that looks at, and we'll talk about in a second, the Kevin Love injury, thinking, hey, maybe we could do something here. They're thinking, we're bringing in a premier shot blocker and an interior presence, a formidable starting lineup now in the sixth side. And the Magic are saying, hey, we got a young guy, a guy who could rock the rim in Terrence Ross, and we're going to first-round pick. I like the deal for both sides here. I'm a big fan of Serge Ibaka, you know, he was great with with, uh, with with Oklahoma City, but you know he I think is an even better fit for this Toronto team because you look at this guy Jonas Valanciunas, nice player, but he's not I don't think really the defensive threat that Serge Ibaka Serge Ibaka is going to block a lot of shots. Serge Ibaka is a plus defender, and on top of that, he puts up points. The guy can shoot for a big man. Like he he knocks down his fair share of threes. Uh, and it gives them, you said Valanciunas is not that guy. It gives it makes Valanciunas more of a guy who could be a role player versus the main interior guy. Now you have a solid one-two punch. Valanciunas could be the two and not the one. And you put a one as Ibaka. On top of the fact he's won. He's been in the playoffs. He's been in the conference finals. He was very close to the NBA finals. He's, didn't get there. Uh, he, so he's, he's certainly made the finals. Oh, that's right. He made it once. That's right. Once, right? Not twice. Once, yes. And then I'm thinking of last year. He was came just very, very close, close. Very uh, close. But obviously they collapsed there. Um, um, but, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think the Raptors, you Tor- have to at least talk about them now. Toronto's They're in the convo. Nice. 
I think they're in the convo now. I don't think they were before this deal, but you had that piece, and they're in that convo. But again, Kevin Love is out six weeks, not the rest of the season. He's not gone all year. This The Cavs are still in this thing. Well, I, I mean, not, not, they're not, still the favorite. Yeah, I mean, not to say that Cleveland is out of it, but, I mean, Kevin Love was definitely somebody that was in trade talks, and we got the trade deadline coming up. I don't think you can move him right now. No, and I think so you, that, you look at the rumored love the for Melody. Right I don't think that love for Melody would happen. You, you gotta I don't mix, think either team wants. You got to mix and match some pieces you weren't thinking about before. I mean, it's gonna. This is gonna change the dynamic of a lot of trades that were being discussed. Melo will not be traded. I can guarantee he won't be traded oh. for the deadline. There's a zero percent chance. You heard it here first. Chris Bouchard, the Brew Crew sources, aka oh. me. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony is not getting traded. The Knicks it's just they can't get anything. You need a four-team deal to get it done. There's no one who gets paid in the same category as Carmelo besides Love that'll get the deal done. There's too many moving parts that have to happen for salaries to match up. You could give the Knicks two picks and an expiring contract. The money does not match up. There's too many pieces that have to be involved for this to even come close. So if the deal happens, it's going to be in the offseason. It's not going to be now. If there's one league where just crazy stuff happens towards the trade deadline, it's the NBA. We've seen it happen before. Um, but that's a not lot to say, that needs to happen. Oh, I'm not disputing that, but I'm saying if there's any league where it's going to happen, and I'll also say if there's any volatile situation that could you know, force something to happen, the Knicks in general are just such a dumpster fire. Uh, you, know, you, could, you could see if something were to happen, I would not be shocked. And but he, I do agree with you. So much needs to happen that it's very unlikely. And, of course, LeBron came out and made the most LeBron comment ever. LeBron loves absence. It sucks, but I ain't worried as long as I'm there. I mean, he's right. I mean, the Cavs without him are nothing. But, I mean, have some. Cocky. I mean, Cocky a bit. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that makes me look humble, and that's that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's that, times that where is, I, that's there's, Yeah, I mean, I could be cocky sometimes, but that makes Sometimes. Me, sometimes, not all the time. Not sometimes. all the time. You're, 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 you're a humble guy. But I just. Some, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like, that, one, he shouldn't have said that. But he, while he's right, it's just, it comes off as you're a douche. Uh, and I, the chemistry with Love and LeBron, I mean, there's no love lost there, man, at all. Pun intended. I mean, Love is having a career year. I mean, he put up monster. I mean, you really look at this as a career because what he's doing with this team is incredible. His stats are incredible. I'd throw those Minnesota numbers to the side. He's he's a stat stuffer. In Minnesota, he, he's he's the star of the team, but you don't have the pieces around him. What he's done this year is remarkable, and it's really showing that the trade has paid off. But again, he's hurt. Yeah, the trade the paid Cavs, off when they won the title. But the, well, of course, but the Cavs, they got lucky there that they came back. This is going to be a very <laughs> interesting story. Here, Here's another reason why I just don't make a trade if I'm the Cavs here. If you do, you do a minor deal. Remember, they traded Chris Anderson for a second-round pick. Chris Anderson, who's towards ACL out for the year. I think it's the Warriors or bust. If the Cavs have a chance, it's going to be with what they got. I don't think there's another piece where, where you can say, hey, we got a shot here. I think they're winning the East no matter what, unless Kyrie goes down or if Love is not in the playoffs. They're going to win the East even with Toronto's trade. Toronto might push them to the limit. Boston could push them maybe to six games. The Cavs are going to win the East. I don't think they had a shot. I just think Golden State come playoff time is just too damn good. And you saw, you saw. Well, unfortunately, think, they got crushed by Denver. But Kevin Durant, I don't know if you saw the video, said to a fan, he said, "We'll see, we'll sweep your ass in the playoffs." He said to a fan, "He's right at this point. I mean, Golden State's so unstoppable. No matter what trade Cleveland does, I don't level. think they could beat them. They're a different level than every other team in the league. And I think that's kind of what LeBron is talking about. He's like, you know, we're a good team, but for the most part, we're pretty similar to where we were last year." Golden State went out and got the best, like the best player. There's there. no one Cleveland can get that's going to say, "Hey, but, we're better than Golden State." It'll be maybe we'll compete with Golden State. We're not better than Golden but, State. Oh, I I agree with that. With LeBron is going out there saying, "It's like, all right, we got Kyle Korver. He's nice, but if we want to compete with you know with Kevin Durant, we need more pieces." Yeah, there's too many parts that to be. I think if Cleveland does a deal, it's going to be something smaller. Maybe they'll get a Jameer Nelson or a backup, maybe a backup big man. I just don't see them making another move. And I, man, I, I I respect LeBron. 
I'm growing sick and tired of his comments, what he says to the media, his whining that we need more pieces. Take what you got. You got a great roster. You won an NBA title. Stop crying for everything you get. And I think this is why a lot of people have shied away from the NBA at some points is the selfishness is just at another level. I mean, there's just too much guys. Give me this. I want this contract. I want this coach. I want this teammate. That it just comes off as you are a douche is how it comes off. And I don't think people like that. As you're, if you're a fan, if you're a family, if you're a family with kids, you don't want to. You want to influence your kids to, hey, give me this, give me this. It's gonna get out of them. You listen to rap music; it has an influence on people. You listen to a certain kind of music; it has an influence. You watch a certain kind of movie; it's gonna have an influence at some point. You're gonna watch a league where guys are crying for this, this, this. Christmas time comes. Little Johnny's gonna be saying, "Give me this, give me this. I want this toy. I want this video game." I know it sounds absurd. But you, part of it is true. It has an influence. I've listened to rap for a while. Rap has an influence. Things in rap, you want to live that lifestyle sometimes. There's things that have an influence on you when you get a lot of it. So it's a little far-fetched, and you're looking at me like it's far-fetched. But I, I just think it has an influence. I don't think it's a good message to send to people when you're asking for this like LeBron does. By the way, appar- apparently Chloe has details on Chloe hoping Tristan Thompson posted her two months after her divorce. And so... Oh, apparently Chloe hopes. Uh, this guy, I'm not sick of him. We'll talk Grammys. I'm sick of the damn Kardashians. I mean, what do they do with Kylie the Grammys? Jenner? Has thousands of people at a pop up shop more than 24 hours in advance in the city. She posted a video. What is the love with this goddamn family? I know they're hot. I know Kylie Jenner's hot, but I'm so sick and tired of this. Bullshit with this fucking family. I, it makes me so mad. They have no talent. There is no talent in that family, yet we are in fucking love with the Kardashians. Why? I hate it. You don't need talent oh to my become famous. God. You need to be smart business people. Smart, bus- smart business don't people. Don't put smart and Kardashian in the same sentence. They're smart. You talk about them every single week. I know, and I hate it. You're doing it. It's so annoying. And the oh fact that God. you're doing it is showing that what they're doing is working. It's because it's, I can't, I, I literally open up Twitter and it's the first freaking thing I read. Oh, it's too much, Chloe, this. I think I lose track of who's in the family. There's so many of them and everyone's in the news. God, <laughs> it's too much. I can't handle it anymore. I'm heated. Oh, sorry. Excuse my language, but I, I want to, needed to get that off my chest. I need to breathe a little bit. Whew. I mean, this is everything. I mean, you had the you have Bruce becoming Caitlyn. You got always in the headlines. They're never not in the Chloe headlines. You got Chloe with Lamar. And when they're in there. They're saying interesting things. You got Kim with Kanye. You got Kim getting robbed. I mean, it seems like everything they do is a publicity stunt at this point. Oh my goodness! I would not want to be the publicist of that family. Although they probably make millions as publicists. Whoever the publicist is. I kind of want to have them on the show. I really just want to have them on just to shit on them. Why? Because they're so annoying. But they're good at what they do. Would I make sweet love to Kylie Jenner? Sure, she's hot. That's why. Chloe, I think, is overrated. I don't think she's uh, hot. Kim, I think, is hot. But Chloe's overrated. Her deal is that she used to not be super hot, and now she is, and people are like, wow. I can be that. I'm still indifferent on that. You Anything you can do, I can do better. Um, I saw Jitney, Jitney on Broadway Friday, by the way. You've been seeing a lot of shows. Yeah, this man. one was only $30. I got the last two Rush tickets. It was not a musical, though, so I left very disappointed. Good show, but they they were in one room the entire time. It was about taxi cabs in the 70s, and the owner ends up dying in the end. I just gave it away to anyone seeing Jitney. Uh, I, I need to see Dear Evan Hansen, which our friend Sant will be seeing. Sant is going. Uh, Valentine's Day special. Um, but yeah, uh, enough of the Kardashians. Speaking of the Kardashians, guys, the Grammys. <laughs> enough of them, but speaking of them. Speaking of them, <laughs> but not them. The Grammys. I got to see about an hour, hour and a half. I was at, excuse me, I went to dinner um, with someone after I saw the Batman Lego movie in IMAX. Dying to see that. The Batman Lego movie is awesome. Is Funny? it? Funny. The- 
funny and great for adults. It's not just for children. Adults will love the Batman Lego movie. Now, we saw the first Lego movie together, and that was our initial thought back then. This was better. This is better than the first one? Yeah, you had to see it. And I saw it on iMac. The screen was like, I mean... Vivid. The the screen was like a thousand Barry Bonds heads on just on the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's a big. That's, IMAX. A big that's their deal, though, man. Huge screens, great picture quality. Although they charge twenty dollars a ticket, it's nuts. I mean, I got the CBS discount in advance, and then they're like, "All right, it's nine dollars each on top of that ten or eleven a ticket." I was like, twenty a ticket. All right, let me get popcorn and drinks. All right, more. I mean, a movie trip has become more expensive than a Brooklyn Nets game, and I went to a Nets game, and that was cheaper. Um, well, Nets games are like what eight bucks on StubHub. Yeah, well, I, you know, me, I ain't paying no a dollar for the Nets game. Yeah, but the food and drinks is more than I pay. I mean, ticket was free, but I mean, the food and drinks I just got to pay for. <sighs> I need to breathe. Yeah, I'm frustrated. But the Grammys, man. I was, I, this is a good Slay show. Adele Slay. If I had to pick two Hollywood stars, one bigger, one smaller. Okay, I have a threesome with. Oh, I choose. <laughs> Hello, I choose Grammy, Grammy looking Demi and Grammy looking Adele. I mean, what oh. a trio! I mean, I have her preach. I'd sing "Hello" to me in the bedroom while Demi sings "Confident," and we just get it on because that Demi Lovato, Demi was hot. She looked amazing. She also looked like she just hop off a Caribbean beach. I mean, she was. She was ready to. She was ready. I love your first thought with like, oh, let's talk. Let's talk Grammys. All right, who am I having a threesome? <laughs> Sorry, but they just both was. I mean, I tweeted Slay Adele Slay because she killed it, and just the realness, the fact that she started over because she had the pitch problem is such a rare Hollywood thing. Just everything about her is real. I don't think she tries to be someone that she's not, and I think I appreciate that. And she won all the awards. Beyonce may not have been happy about it. But in the most Adele way, she compliments Beyonce and says, you should have won. Surprised you didn't won. I love I saw somebody tweet that said, Adele's going to write an album about how she's mad about Beyonce not winning. And that's going to win album of the year. That's an <laughs> awesome tweet. Buck, you had, you you can feel free to chime in. We got a couple minutes. We're about to go to a buck date in a minute. But what do you have to, what do you got to say? Uh, no, I did enjoy the show uh, for the most part. I mean, I'm more of a rock guy. Uh, I do agree with you that Adele was was solid, and and I do appreciate her musical talent. I think she has an unbelievable voice. Uh, of, of all the people that I did see, her and Bruno, she and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars I thought was were, amazing. I thought Bruno Mars was unbelievably good. Uh, he spe- might be his, the his most Prince, talented performer he, he, in, in music. That right was now. the most eye-opening thing for me. Is you know, I knew that he was more than just a singer. I, you know, obviously he dances and everything. And I had a, sort of an idea that he played guitar as well. And someone that really loves that instrument and, and rock music in general, uh, and as gr- an unbelievable uh, guitarist as Prince was, he really did justice. I, I thought. To, to Prince's legacy in, in that ending performance. And it's a good performer. It's not just right. his voice and everything, the way he performs. I mean, the whole guitar thing spinning around. His presence. Everything he has around. Stage presence. He's got the presence. Like, yeah. the, you got sometimes you got to have the presence. You got to have that swagger to you. You know? Yep. You know, and they used to call me Jay Swag I back was in the day. To, I was going to say that. So th- there's a reason why. There's just something about me sometimes. You have the swag. He has humble. that swag. HB. <laughs> humble swag. Humble, humble brag right humble there. Humble brag, I'll say humble, humble swag. When the walk, there's just a little swag about me. But he has that as a performer, and you just spot it as soon as he performs. I don't know if he does the lines of coke before he gets on there. We know he's had drug problems well, in the past. but I think nah, he's just very confident I think, yeah, in his abilities. In the words of Demi. <laughs> What's wrong? I have, well, I, the other thing that I that, that song comes, is a banger. The other thing that comes to my mind was the Gaga. collaboration. How about Lady Gaga and Metallica? That was together, an interesting moment. Which, right and there. of course, James Hetfield's microphone. Goes, that was a weird thing out. for me. Not, I was not a fan of that. Not song. Only no, that. I, I loved it. I, well, I, I thought, thought you loved your rock. I thought they should have did our favorite. Enter Telephone is a mashup wow. of Enter Sandman and, and uh, Telephone. Was Telephone. Both songs together would have been epic. Yeah. I don't know if they've ever done it before. They would have rocked the roof. But the mic didn't work, which, I mean, basically ruined not, the performance. I mean, it's not their fault. It's not Metallica's I fault. Also, I liked her the per- Super Bowl in, performance The guy better. that introed them just completely... Well, first well, off, it, well, was, it was a Metallica it was song. Laverne, Luke, it was Laverne Cox. She And she did say, if, you know, if I'm remembering correctly, six or what, seven, eight-time nomin- or Grammy-winning artists and four-time Grammy-winning artists, Lady Gaga. So she's she sets it up to, to say Metallica's name... And then doesn't say the band's name. She only says Lady Gaga's name. It may have just been a mistake. 
whatever. It was just a little odd. And then immediately behind that, the microphone malfunction uh, for James Hetfield, lead singer of Metallica, was a little uh, he was, weird. He, it was a bit of a weird moment there. He was upset. He was. Rightfully so, though. I yeah. mean, that's a big moment. And, that's a huge and, moment for and, him. And I know for a fact that his voice for like the last two weeks, they actually had to stop and cancel some shows because his voice was so messed up. And also, guys, I mean, I don't want to, I know I'm going to get the Bay Hive mad and everything, but I have just about had enough with the praise and the love for Beyonce like she's literally Jesus Christ. I mean, it has gone over the top to another level where it's like she's a saint and we're all bowing down to her and should be licking her feet. I mean, there's so much that goes on to her. It, it's kind of got. I, I like her music. I like her. I think they're a power couple. But it has gotten to a whole nother level with the Beyonce obsession. And it's honestly, I'm starting to get sick of it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to get sick of the love for Beyonce to another level. Luke, I'll let you go first. I definitely think she's getting very preachy, but I get where she's coming from in the sense where a lot, like, there's a lot of females and a lot of uh, African-American people that put her on this pedestal and they feel that she has this voice and she speaks for them. So she's big for, you know, emp empowerment mm -hmm. for those two social circles. But I do agree that she's getting very preachy. I'm not getting. I mean, she's been very preachy. Um, it's too much. I just can't do it anymore. It's I know. I Yeah. I mean, if you're a big fan of hers, I can see, and every and there's so many people that are, so I, I get why, but at the same time, it's like, I'm personally not a gigantic Beyonce. Like, I like Beyonce, but I don't love Beyonce like other people but love Beyonce. But the Beehive is just enough. And that, and the that, that, that just, I, I think, it bothers me. I agree. I think it rubs a lot of people the it wrong way. It didn't at first, but recently, and with this, it just, it started to bother me. And how about Rihanna slaying, by the way? Rihanna looked great in her dress. Everyone was Rihanna, slaying. Rihanna and Drake both got shut out. They did not win one Grammy between oh, them. Drake didn't even show up, so that's fine. But that, and finally, before we throw to the buck date, Bee Gees. Love the Bee Gees tribute. Yeah, yeah. Celine oh. Dion was the first album I purchased, but the Bee Gees were always one of my first loves. Mm -hmm. I tweeted, Saturday Night I Fever. I saw Saturday Night Fever. I've John Travolta was there. I've seen Saturday Night Fever on Broadway. Most people didn't even know they've turned it into a Broadway show. The whole album of that, that soundtrack is great, and the Bee Gees are great. So I knew all those songs, and I'll tell a quick little funny story. We used to love the Bee Gees so much, we would listen to them, me, my brother, and my dad, on the way to New Jersey Nets games in East Rutherford. We had... A, we had a ch change holder that we got from the Basketball Hall of Fame. It was this red change holder. We named it Fever as, like, the song, <laughs> and we used to talk with it. We'd be like, hey, Jake, it's Fever talking. And at one point, <laughs> my dad got so annoyed of me and my brother Robert playing with this Fever change holder that he threw it out into the parking lot as we're driving outside Continental Airlines Arena. And literally me and my brother were like crying. We're like, Fever, no, Fever. It was a Basketball Hall of Fame change holder that we named Fever. So that's a little funny story. Love the Bee Gees. Tribute was great. Demi killed it. Looked so hot. Staying alive. Love that tribute. They deserved every minute of that. But the negatives were just love for Beyonce, the mic not working for Metallica. Um, Katy Perry had the issue on the red carpet, kind of taking a shot at Britney Spears, kind of on call for. Not going to say much about Katy Perry because she's one of my celebrity crushes right there with Demi Lovato. How about James Corden? James Corden was good. Was I solid. like James Corden. He's a funny guy. Didn't like, wasn't anything crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, he's basically Mr. Carpool Karaoke is what people know him as. Good guy. Um, I've actually tried to get him on the show, but I failed. Um, thought maybe one day. CBS, maybe one day. Um, but yeah, other than that, pretty good. Um, I enjoy the show a lot. And I think that, like the show definitely used to kind of be a dumpster fire. Like, you get a lot of like weird performers. You'd get weird performances. Stuff would go wrong. People would dress weird. Now, I like the last couple of years, I really feel like, you know, they've they've just stepped the show up in general. The quality has been, has been very good. Issue? Very long. I think they need to Three find a, a way to short it. It's plus. Just, for most people who are elderly, it's I mean, it's like the Super Bowl. I know John Feinstein would write a column complaining about it, but like the older people, 
they cannot handle like we can because we're, we're we're fairly young and we could stay up till midnight. But a normal person who does have work Monday morning, as I did, mm-hmm. is not going to stay up through this whole thing. So it's a little long. Before we go to the Buck Day, a couple of quick nuggets: Victor Cruz and Rashad Jennings were released. It does seem like it is the end of both of their eras. The Giants will move on to Paul Perkins. A little sad they did not even offer Victor Cruz a pay cut. Would have liked to see him back despite the regression. Think it'd be good to have a veteran presence. So not too happy there. Rashad Jennings, great in the community, good, really good guy, well-dressed, did not put up the numbers that they hoped. So I think Perkins is the right move there, and they will address that and get another running back. Jerry Sandusky's son mm. is also part of the L'Oreal for Kids fan club. He's on there charged with child sexual assault. L'Oreal for terrible. Kids fan club? It's not a joke. It's a serious matter. <laughs> but I look at it that way as he also uh, did what his dad did. And poor Jerry Sandusky, the announcer with the G, is just getting hate tweets. Uh, a guy <laughs> who I have interviewed before, and I feel bad for him because everyone's saying die and blah, blah, blah. He's like... I'm not Jerry Sandusky. My name is spelled with a G, and I do not touch children. So that's it. Pitchers and catch underway. In the Mets land, Lugo, Gazelman, and Wheeler will battle for the fifth spot. We'll see if Wheeler wins. I think they will rotate throughout the season, and I think that leaves the Mets stacked. Only weaknesses on this team, in my mind, are a catcher and their middle relief. Other than that, this team has a ton of offense, and they have a ton of starting pitching. I don't see why we can't go the distance coming up now we're going to bring something different to the program we want to do a little sports update for you we brought in chris buckley and after him we will go to talk about gift cards and dates we'll have five callers but before we get to that thanks everyone for listening we'll have the callers next but right now it's time for a buck date well, thank you very much, Jake. I, I think we just have to start out on the hard, but it's some incredible storylines in college hoops of late. And first on the women's side, Gina Oriam and the UConn Huskies continue their utter dominance, winning their 100th game in a row on Monday night. 66-55 is the victory over number 6 South Carolina. Yes, you heard it right. 100 games in a row, undoubtedly the most dominant streak in all of sports intact right now. In men's college basketball and the latest NCAA tournament projections, surprisingly, no Big Ten teams in the top 16 as of right now. Football season, of course, is over. But O.J. Simpson back in the headlines. Simpson has been incarcerated at Lovelock Correctional Center in Las Vegas since 2008 when he was sentenced to 33 years in prison following an incident in which he attempted to reclaim stolen sports memorabilia. Now, according to Sports Illustrated legal analyst and University of New Hampshire law professor Michael McCann, Simpson eligible for parole and he may be released this year. O.J., the juice, now 70. Pitchers and catchers underway in baseball, but some off-the-field news. Mr. November himself, Derek Jeter, ready to welcome his first child into the world with his supermodel wife, Hannah Davis, the couple announcing via the Players' Tribune on Monday that they are expecting a baby girl. In the world of boxing, despite rampant rumors of, of a potential bout between Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, the two have both explained on social media that there are no current plans for a scheduled matchup. Mayweather stating via Twitter, quote, I am happily retired and enjoying my life. Rest assured that if anything changes and they come about, I will be the first to let the world know. And finally, former UFC heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar, who of course has bounced back and forth between the UFC and WWE, retiring from mixed martial arts for good, now focusing solely on pro wrestling, where he is a four-time champ. Lesnar made a return to the Octagon this summer, winning his fight against Mark Hunt in UFC 200, but then tested positive for a banned substance, resulting in a year-long suspension. I'm Chris Buckley, and that was your Buck Day. Hi, this is Dick Stockton, and you're listening to The Jake Brown Show. And speaking of dates, Buck, you had the the great Buck date. Great job there. Um, something I was debating on Twitter here, and we'll get the Twitter thoughts, and we'll go to callers who are going to weigh in, because it's a very controversial topic. And why it came up, gift cards on dates, and when you can use gift cards when you're out with a girl. Now, my mom sent me a $50 Chipotle gift card, and she sent me a $50 Olive Garden gift card for my birthday. And I've had a couple situations, like in college, where she sent me gift cards. And I think in college, it's like whatever because you're broke and it's understood. So we're talking about adult life here. Now, 
when is it permitted at all to use a gift card on dates? So before we go to the callers, let's just go to the Twitter feed and give you some of the different opinions from people. So first off, we had J. Dotto Smith. Uh, he said anytime. I said on tonight's show we discussed when to accept a gift card if ever on a date. He said anytime. We have Mr. Law Rahul say nah, at least not if you two aren't serious. So, so he's saying it is not acceptable if you're not serious. Now, Yan Yandi K M A M M S Z said, long as that P's hitting, which at first I had no idea what that meant. So I had to get clarification from her, and she she said uh. She goes, as long as it's paid, it doesn't matter what type of payment me- method. I might have a coupon to drop on it, too. And I said, great answer. Like, that's a great girl. So then, um, all right, we're, we're going to keep going here. Rahul continues to say, yup, not for dinner, for an experience type of day, like ice skating or something, sh- sure. Okay, that makes sense. Like, you, you use a Groupon for, for bowling or an ice skating, whatever it may be. Kim Adams, friend of the program, said, I'm going to go with no gift cards if you're just starting to see someone. But if you're an official couple, go ahead. Hashtag save that money. Little dicky boys. Uh, Cardi Frame said, it is. I wouldn't even mind if you used a Groupon coupon, especially if it's a new place. Now, I'm, I'm enjoying these opinions. Now, Datmish Cray on Twitter, King L said, Lol, I don't see why not, but I'm sure Twitter will tell us why not. Uh, so we're getting very varied opinions here. So you had the guy Rahul said no. You're having some of the other people. Um, not really a factor here, but it seems like Black Twitter is saying it's all it's all good to use it because so far we've had three. Uh, and then another one. The first date, here's where it's, if I've learned anything from BSO, which is Black Sports Online, it's that being a dollar air is perfectly acceptable. So, so far, it's besides Rahul, we've heard, heard a lot of yeses. Um, and then, let's see, Megan McGuire, friend of the program. Saving money is key, though. Another one who is all for not using it. Uh, What's the issue here? And then another guy, KLU24, said, only broke boys do that with 100 emojis. Kareem Taylor had the best response, by the way, here on Twitter. Just pass it to the waiter before the date begins and use your card at the table to take care of the balance. Tremendous answer. He says, and then heads underscore up says, isn't it a form of payment? Kareem went on to say, lol, I worked in NYC restaurants for years. All kind of people pay with gift cards on special days. Some just know how to make it smooth. And I think that's what's important, making it smooth. Now let me give my take. Those are all the tweets. We got a lot of tweets on that. Um... Kim said, dating's too complicated. I say no gift card until she's your girlfriend. Hashtag secure the bag. Um, those, for the most part, were the tweets. But my opinion is this. No, you cannot use it on a first date. But honestly, I think any time after that, it is acceptable. The fact that you're using the gift card is showing, hey, I'm not going to use it on a friend. I'm not going to use it for me twice. Think about it. You can use it for yourself for two Olive Gardens. You're not being selfish in the fact that you're using it on them. Like you could clearly use that gift card multiple times for yourself. Guess what? I've been in a situation where I have. That's the thing. You gotta be smooth about it. I, I don't think you have to be, but I think that makes it a little bit easier to do. Give it to them before. My play would be, hey, if you gotta go to the bathroom, go now. I'll take care of the check. Boom, slip them the gift card. So I think it's perfectly fine. I don't think it's a first date thing. I think it's definitely frowned upon on first dates. Honestly, if it's a movie gift card, I think that's completely different. Movie gift card could be used whenever because that's a freaking movie. You can use that on a first date, even though a movie's not. Why is it between a movie and food? Why does it matter? Well, because a movie's like it's it's for that thing. Like you clearly picked the restaurant. The food is no. But here's the thing: thing. you picked the restaurant because of the gift card. The movie you didn't pick the movie theater because the movie a movie's a movie. So it works. The Olive Garden you picked. I'm gonna pick to go to Olive Garden because of the gift card. Most people in New York make fun of Algar because it's not true Italian, but I have the gift card. Hey, let's go get our breadstick on. So I'm all for it as long as it's not a first date. So I agree with a lot of the Twitter people that I think it's perfectly fine. And we got a couple of cars to talk about it, guys. First on the line, who do we got on the line with us here right now? We got Rahul. Rahul from yeah. California. Rahul, what's popping, man? Man, nothing much. Just, you know, enjoying this Valentine's Day. Oh, 
a, a <laughs> single Valentine's Day, I would assume, but maybe not. But we won't. Ooh. We we won't. We'll, we'll, uh, hey, it's Valentine's Day, so it's the perfect. Aren't you quick to judge? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but we know Rahul, a friend of the program. Rahul, now you're a guy who loves the ladies. We've talked. You've been on dates. I'm not going to air out your business, but you've been on. You've had weekends where you've had multiple dates. Uh-huh. I've had that. Um, what is your take on this? Because I, based on Twitter, and you can follow Rahul. What is it? R Lal ninety five. What's your take? Um, my take on a gift card on on you know on a first date is that it's a big no no. I think that you should be able to, and maybe I'm traditional with this, but I think that it should be something that's meant specifically for somebody, not just hey, I got a gift card, let's go and let's use this. I think that you should be able to say we're going to dinner at this place, and you should be you know make a, a full effort to ensure that that person is getting that specified date. And, you know, it, it's only for her or only for him. But, Rahul, first dates aside, say it's a third date with a girl. Would you use the gift card? I think what – I don't think I would. I think that that's for when you're already together, not in the process of getting to know each other. Yeah. Now, I don't think that there's anything wrong with somebody who does it because that's all that they can afford to do. That's different. But if you can afford to do it, dude, do it. Buck and Luke are comp- Luke. You do disagree, one hundred percent. If you're going on a date with a chick, and she's gonna be pissed off or look down on you because you use a gift card, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> like why? Like that's what you're gonna make like an but issue. But you could understand about? on a first date. I don't care. I so you're saying you would money. use it on a first date? If a chick, this may be also Luke. Why Luke's not <laughs> getting all the ladies because he's using gift cards? Are you? <laughs> Luke's offended right now. I'm not. No. I'm, I'm saying, not, first date, day, you're using I'm one. Stupid. Uh, to me, honestly, if I'm talking to any chick and she's going to get offended or she's going to look down on me because uh, I use a gift card, I'm like, what? whatever. Like, okay, on to the next one. Like, pick your battles. Like, a gift card right. on the first day? Who cares? We, Save we, money we, end we, of the day. Save that, that money. Little dicky voice, man. Like, come on. And we got another caller on the line now. We have Murph. Now, Murph, where are you from? I'm from Connecticut, cousin. What part of Connecticut? Uh, right smack dab in the middle. Oh, and is, um, just, was just south of uh, of Hartford. Okay, Portland. Hartford area. So Murph from Hartford. Yep. You can follow him on Twitter at tmurph207. All right, Murph. Now our topic here is dates and gift cards. I'm not a first. Now we got two more callers waiting here. Two um, second date. Excuse me. Is a great time or later. First date. Don't use it. Murph. Dates. Gift cards. Your take. The only time you may not use a gift card while you're on a date is if the date that you were on gave you the gift card. If not, then it's open to be used. That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think most of us here on board that you can use one. Now, are you a first date gift card guy or no? Um, man, I've been married for 25 years, so oh, okay. you know. I, I even yeah. Take I even, yourself back. I even break my own rules, and they didn't have gift. I'm 50 years old, Claude. They didn't have gift cards when I was dating. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't have it. So, but you are. You know. Seems like you're all on board, Murph, for them. Yeah, I am, Cole. I'm all on board. You got a gift card? Go ahead and use it. And it, as a matter of fact, you t- you tell your date this just gives me more money to spend on you later in the evening. Exactly. That's wow. it. The genius. Or the next date, or, or the date after that. We're already planning three dates ahead, and I'm going to have more cash to spend on your lovely self that night just by using this card right now. Hell, I'll pull a coupon out if I can take <laughs> you out again. There it is. Mur- hey, Murph, Murph great opinion. Appreciate right, you calling guys, in. Take care. Great show always. Thanks, Murph. Appreciate it. And we got another caller here weighing in on the topic of first dates and gift cards. It's uh, Brian Schnee calling in. From Oregon, JB and Schnee. Now, Schnee, your take, are you a gift card guy on dates or no? Not if it's a first date. If it's anything beyond first date, I say as long as there was a little heads up, hey, I got this gift card, let's go check this place out. I mean, I think it depends on the context, right? Hmm. If you've never met this broad before, are you really going to throw plastic her way that doesn't have 16 digits? (laughs) I mean, think about it, though. I mean... How, many, how often do you go somewhere? I'm not a cash guy to begin with, so if you're looking to rob me, don't bother. But I'm not a cash guy to begin with, so chances are I've got more gift cards in my wallet than I do bills, honestly. <laughs> I mean, so you're I, a Venmo in guy. In today's day and age, 
I'm a Venmo guy, yeah. even though I've never used it. People always trying to give me money on Venmo. I still have yet to sign use. up. Sign yeah, up. It's You're 2017, bro. It's so easy. You got to sign up. It's so easy. Yeah, but you, how many things have you signed up for in the last five years? You want to just keep signing up for things? Like, I've got Ven- about a million accounts with all my information on it. Venmo is one of those essentials, though. Venmo is pretty secure. Venmo in this day and age is necessary. Like, it's, it's basically an upgrade of PayPal. It's a little bit quicker than PayPal. So I just would rather tr- treat someone and say, uh, you got me next time, whether we actually run into each other in the next lifetime or not. But getting back on the subject of the gift card, you yeah. can't hate on a gift card. I agree. I don't think you can. I now, mean, you have an how interesting often take. Am I giving a gift card. You have an interesting take, Schnee, because you said you would give them a warning that you have the gift card. So here's the example, and you'll hear this on the show that I have an Olive Garden gift card my mom got me, and I'm thinking, who do I use it on? When do I use it? You would say, hey, I have an Olive Garden gift card. Now, remember, this is New York. Olive Garden, not as well-respected as an Italian eatery as some of the other places here. <laughs> you you would give the girl a warning and say, hey, we're going here. I have a gift card. I would say, hey, I got a gift card here. I've been meaning to use it. You want to you wanna go? I mean, I wouldn't word it, hey, you're not worth me spending my money on you. <laughs> actual, I mean, it depends on how you word it, right? Think yeah. about the context. It's That's about presentation. cards as gifts, too. It's the same sort of thing. Do they need something else, or do I really just think they'll use it? I mean, I'm never in disrespect if I'm gifted one, right? So second date and beyond is the Schnee take. Sure, that's the Schnee take. And since I am technically at this point in time a taken man, I have no problem at all using gift cards. Saying, hey, I actually got 20 bucks to go towards this 60, 70, 80, 90, however much, you know, dollar meal. Like, maybe it's not even the full thing typically but think of it like it's just as good as cash there's a reason why gift cards are so popular you can't take it as a slap across the face you're getting free meal out of it i I think a girl you're getting something yeah a girl is kind of spoiled if they're gonna really say nah don't use your gift card on me first date no first date you have to show your gentleman maybe even the second date maybe it's a third date thing but i think it's permittable on a second day. And I think, honestly, anytime you go to, if you have a movie gift card, it could be used whenever. I think movie is a different substance than a, uh, a restaurant. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like if it's a product and it's not food, think of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of cool. I got this gift card for mini golf, hmm. right? I mean, something like that. Granted, I will be honest with you, currency goes a lot differently in New York City than it does in Oregon. So oh, think of it that way. Of course, of course. Well, I, I like your take, and I agree with it. I'm a little indifferent on the warning because I, in terms of, I guess, I don't know. My, my thing is, and someone tweeted us that they're a little sneaky about it. They give the gift card before, and the girl doesn't see. Or I say you send them to the bathroom, uh, even though that doesn't always work uh, before the bill comes. Well, you're you're asking to get in trouble. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, you're asking to get in trouble. So this is a raw first date. That's how you're going with it. Then yeah, maybe you don't even want to use it because it's like this chick might uh, might think I'm trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got to judge it too. But interesting, Schnee says. Warn them in advance if you use it, second date and beyond. I like the take. Brian Schnee, follow him on Twitter at Brian underscore Schnee. Schnee, good talking to you, bro. Always trying to grow up like you. <laughs> I'm trying to be like you on the, that big TV screen, man. Working on it someday. Yes, yes, sir. Killing it. All right, bro. Good talking to you. Thanks, man. All right, we have another caller here. The topic is gift card and dates. We know my opinion, not first date, second date and beyond. It's fine. We have... Hillary on the line. Hillary, first off, how you doing? Second off, dates, gift cards, your take. I am doing well, and when it comes to gift cards, I could care less if they use it first date. Thank you. I could care less. The fact that you care enough to ask me to go out with you is all I care about, and that's genuine. So if a guy says, hey, say I say, hey, you know what, Hillary, let's go on a date. I have an Olive Garden gift card. You're going to say, oh, sure, I'd love to go to Olive Garden. But the fact the gift card is there and it's the first date, you don't care. It just doesn't matter. No. Hmm. Hillary was clearly raised right. (laughs) She has a good egg right here. Yeah, interesting. All right, well, that was a good take, Hillary. So what if it's a movie gift card? Are you going to take advantage of the movie gift card? Gift card to anything I could care less about as long it's as you want to go out with yeah. me. Yeah. I don't care. It, she she wants to feel the love. Why right? would you spend why would you spend additional money if you already have a gift card? That makes no sense. 
So if you have a gift card for a movie, you wouldn't use the gift card and just spend money? That's, no, we use the gift card. Who cares? Yeah. Wow. That's a great take. See, this idea. is different because we've had – so we we had – all right, Hillary, we appreciate you calling in. Thanks. Good talking to you. All right. Take care. See. Bye. All right, so Hillary here. You must be hanging out with some really shallow I like Hillary. Women. I like Hillary's take because she says, you know what? First date, use it, whatever. That's interesting because what we had is, so we've had Schnee say second date and beyond, it's fine. We've had Rahul says that you could only use it. What did what did he say? Did he say second date? Or I he believe s- he said second date. He said date. relationship. He said those should be saved for a relationship. And he said if it's a, an activity besides, uh, if it's like ice skating or something, use it. So we've had a wide variety of takes, but I think I'm Team Hillary. I like to use it on the first date option. Yeah, I'm. I'm with Hillary here, a hundred percent of the way. And it, honestly, man, how many are you constantly hanging out with chicks that are like making you feel weird about using gift cards? On no, first no, 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 no. This just came up because I had one come in the mail. I've, I've maybe had one or two situations I've used a gift card in a day because my mom sent it me. I, that was the it. Now I have another situation. That may come up, so I'm just curious whether it's permittable. I don't think anybody would go on a date with you, and they intentionally want you to spend more of your own money than you had to. Yeah, I think that's that would be unreasonable. There's greedy women out there. There's girls mm-hmm. who will use greedy? guys for. They're not getting any of that. Yeah. Well, how is that greedy? It's them choosing a place because of the gift card saving money. That's a I superficial chick that you don't need to spend your time with. That might be right. You need to be hanging out with chicks like Hillary. That might be right. I don't know. I think it's one of the one of these things where there's really no right or wrong answer. I think it's just something where people are always going to have their own opinion on it, and you can either take it one way or take it the other, just as most of the people we've been talking to have been taking it. I, If I could give my two cents, I would say it's not something where the first date I'm looking to use a gift card. Unless it was a specific instance oh, where yeah. you where you discussed something long before it actually happened and then you went ahead with someone and went out to a certain place that's one thing but I wouldn't just do it voluntarily and say I'm going to use a gift card this is Buck and the Jake Brown show what's going on hey it's Tom the Jake's old social media guy Tommy Provine hey what's Tommy up Tommy old uh, guy he was here a week ago are you, are you here to ch- we this will probably be our last one we've taken like four or five and then we had a we had a guy pretending to be in an Indian accent pretending to be Rahul um, oh, that's a, that's a negative. That's a negative right now. So listen, gift cards on a date. Wait, hold on, hold on. We're not recording yet. We're no, not recording. We're, yet. we're still running. We never oh, you started. Okay, never let me stopped. just in, let me just intro it. All right, three, two, one. All right, we have our last caller here is Tommy from Philly coming in to chime in. Tommy, gift card dates. Your take. Go. So here's here's the deal. Um, I would say not for the main event, but for like the side thing. So if you go to dinner. You gotta pay for dinner. Okay. But if you go to the if you go to the movies afterwards, or you go to the golf, like a mini golf, or like the you know the bowling, and you happen to have like a gift card, you know, use it there, but don't use it on the main event. The main event is dinner. You know, you want to look with the baller there. But if you happen to have like a ten or fifteen dollar gift card for the movies, I don't think that that's inappropriate. So, but can you use now first day? No. Second date? Can you use the gift card on dinner or no? Nah. When is it permittable no, in your mind? Say, I would say no. I think the thing. I think the thing that you got to do is that's a relationship thing. Be like, honey, I got a fifty dollars gift card to the Applebee's. Let's go ham. Like you got to be in a relationship to pull that. You know what I mean? So, so all right. So you're on team now, Luke. We know Luke is all about you can use it whenever. I am a second date and beyond gift card guy. You are no restaurant gift card. Until you are boyfriend girlfriend, hmm. no, and I think. But here's the thing with the gift card: you have to do it up front. You have to do it like you have to say, like, "Listen, babe, like I got a Wait. gift card to such and such a place. You want to go there tonight? Use the gift card." That's and the warning. Like, no, what do you yeah. keep or something like that? Then one, don't go there. But two, that also tells you something about your girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, Brian Schnee said, he called in and said, hey, like, you have to give them the warning. But you were a, a guy, and I think Rahul said this too, that you would not do the dinner until you were in a committed relationship. You think that's a slap to the face to the girl? No, I don't think it's a slap to the face. I think the one thing is dinner, if, if you do dinner right off the jump, 
you were friends with the girl beforehand. I don't think you should do dinner off the jump with a girl you just met. I think just doing drinks and then building up the dinner is huh. more important. He has it more thought out. Huh. Interesting. See, I don't mind dinner first date because you could do dinner with drinks. You know? It also depends where you go. What's the place that you go for dinner? Yeah. Interesting. So, all right. So you are on the team relationship dinner gift card guy. We got to tally this up. Tommy, Absolutely. good to hear from you, bro. Thanks for calling in. Always, man. Take care. Take care. All right. So those are all the callers. We appreciate everyone for calling in. Uh, we tested callers last week, and it worked unsuccessfully. Successful, I think, guys. We had some good yeah. callers. Great callers. Everyone knows we have the best callers. Yeah, always always the best. High yeah. energy from all of our callers. Great stuff from Rahul, from Brian, from Murph, from Hillary. Uh, did I forget anyone? From Rahul. Uh, um So good stuff. Thanks, everyone, for calling in. And uh, as always, thanks for listening to the Jake Brown Show. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 